Yeah. Talking to my mirror like I love you so much. Curving on my critics like I heard you so what? You can't kill my confidence, I think I'm the man. Tally all the fucks I ever gave on my head. Welcome back to another episode of All Things Random. I'm Jake. How's everybody going? Doing? Going, doing, whatever it is. Uh, today, I do have a special guest. Um, you guys have heard me talk about him. This is my buddy Jeff, also known as Tech Jeff. Hey, everybody. He's uh, He's been kind of helping me through this whole process of... Uh, getting this stuff set up, figuring things out. And when I have questions or some sort of goof up on the computers and stuff, he's the one that uh, I contact and bug and like (laughs) stupid shit. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a learning lesson for both of us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you've learned a few things and probably piqued some interests and other things. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. The OBS side of things, that's kind of perked my interest in a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I'm still learning. I still want to figure out how to do the zoom call thing. So yeah. Like it seems like some of my other podcasts I listen to and watch, it they do it so seamlessly and it's just it's it's great how, yeah. how they do it. I mean they're basically in the studio but not because right. you know, a lot of these guys have really good, um, you know they'll they'll have good microphones or whatever. Just they, they put a little bit of money into. I mean because you can get like you know pretty decent little road mics that can go onto a camera and stuff. Yeah. Because I've been looking to actually turn this one camera into a mo- like a mobile. Um, well, a content creator right, type yep. camera, because that's what it's made for. And there's right. all kinds of there's all kinds of stuff that I can I can get attachments and things and yeah. whatever. And I I've been looking to build that thing out and then getting just another one of these Sony A five thousands to put there and then have that one as a mobile deal because I want to kind of start recording things as they're happening kind of stuff. Right, yeah. right. You know, and be able to go downtown and do things or just go to different events and things like that. Right. that just to have more content and stuff like that. Yep. And then um, also I kind of want to like. Uh, start to like uh, create content for my gardening stuff that I'm doing. Uh, Cause uh, I became a member of a local page. It's a uh, blissful organic gardeners. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I heard co-op. You about- yeah. Yep. So um, start doing like, you know, things like that, maybe going to other people's gardens and stuff like that. And, you know, just kind of create other content and see if those people are interested in doing stuff like that. Right. Um, but having that mobile deal where I can take it out, I can, you know, record stuff and come back and then edit it out and stuff oh, yeah. like that. And then, then, you know, finding a good editing program I can do that with. Right. Cause I'm still just using. Did you look up that one? That uh, yeah. So black and I, it should have clicked in my head. Black magic actually is a company that makes switcher boards and stuff like that for like uh, audio and video production. Right. Um, that's their main thing. And what they, what they promote on their page, they must be part, you know, part of or partners of is called Da Vinci. Da Vinci is a, um, it's a semi free program. They had a lot of the stuff that you really want to be able to use. You have to buy right to get access to. Yeah. So, but there is some other ones on there that are, that, that I've, you know, done some research on that you can uh, use that you can get more access and be able to do more with it without having to buy a subscription right. to it. Yeah. I just kind of caught wind of that one second hand from mm-hmm. one of my coworkers. So I'm yeah. like, ah, you know, try this one out and I haven't looked into it too much myself, but it sounded pretty interesting. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. And it's, 
and that Da Vinci is actually one that they use a lot, like, um, uh, like low scale movie production and stuff like yeah. that, editing and stuff like that. Um, obviously, like you know, Universal Studios, they have their own shit that they do. But like the small, like you know, film festival type films and stuff. A lot of those guys use Da Vinci and things right. like that. So, yeah. So it, it's just I don't know. It's it's one of those another learning curves because yeah. I'm just even on the clip art or the um, clip was it clip champ clip champ yeah yeah, the one that's yeah. Built into Windows. yeah even that I mean that's it's decent I can do what I'm doing it's right the now. bare bone basics absolutely right? I mean you it's for people that want to put together like little little movies basically with yeah. pictures and stuff yeah. like that right it, and that's and that's what I'm you know, it's always been. right now that's what I'm doing with it um you know just taking you know YouTube clips and TikTok clips and shit like that and just putting together little right. short little you know, bumper videos or actual, like, you know, like today I put together a little bit longer one for later on the show, but, um, it, it you know, it just, it, it works decently, but it's still, it gets you by. Yeah. It, it gets you by, but it's, it's just, there's a lot of like time spent, like trying to get right to that right frame yep. and you can't zoom in close enough to get the frame by frame yep. separation that you want to be able to see. Yeah. To, to really, because I mean, you zoom in so far and it's just, you can't go no further. Right. And you still got, you know, you still, you still mess with the bar trying to get that right stoppage where you want it to cut yeah. it and remove. But yeah. so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Why are you tech Jeff? Uh, well, I mean, the tech side of things, it's just, you know, it's always something that's kind of interested me over the years. Right. So, I mean, you know, growing up and everything, having the one computer, right? I'm still rocking Windows 3.1 while everybody's running around with Windows 95 and stuff, right? So right. I don't know. My parents never really had much money when it came to uh, came to a lot of that stuff. So it was kind of hand-me-down stuff that we got. And yeah, I don't know. I was just kind of played with it and see how I could break it, tear it apart, and you know, see if I can get it put back together, all that stuff. So I don't know. It kind of perked my interest and kind of fell out of it for a little bit. And then, um, I don't know, just got to a point in my life where it's like, you know, I started doing it again and it became kind of a hobby, you know, people running around asking me for help and stuff like that and just trying out new things. And eventually it was like, you know, Hey, maybe I can take this hobby and turn it into a career kind of thing. So, you know, went to school, ended up getting my uh, associate's degree, you know, so I went to JCC there and just kind of um, fell into it. Right. So now I'm uh, doing uh, network admin for a uh, supplier in the area for mm -hmm. an automotive supplier in the area. So it's been really interesting the things that uh, where I, from where I've started to to where I am now, right? You know, and still kind of growing. So right, it's it's, it's been an interesting road. So. Right now, you uh, this in previous conversations and stuff we've had, they like to throw a lot of different things at you. Oh yeah, like you know, somebody comes up and says, "Oh, I'm a network <laughs> admin," or "I'm help desk," right? You know, you kind of get an idea for what it is they do. And in my case, it's um, okay. Well, you're network admin. You're server. You're the you, you manage all the servers. You know, if it's technology related, you're somehow integrated into it, and mm -hmm. you have to fix it if it breaks. So, right, right. You know, we've got robots stuff like that. So I get involved <coughs> in you know communications issues and stuff like that between uh, the different robots and comp components on the cell and everything. Right. So. Is there anything there that you don't get into at at your shop, or is it? Are you pretty uh, specific to a certain task that that you're dealt to? I like our ERP system, I don't touch that thing that much. You know, okay. that's for um, the the back end of the business per se. That one, I kind of I support the hardware wise of it, but I kind of stay away from it. Right. Other than that, 
I if it's got if it's got a chip in it somehow it, it lines up on my desk and I have right. to somehow do something with it. Right now, <laughs> now there obviously you got a team of people there. Now are those other guys get stuff thrown at them like that as well? Or oh, we all do. You all do. Yeah, we yeah. all do. Right. I mean, everybody's got their specific role that they do. Right. But overall, big pictures. Over, like, overall, it's like hey, there's it, a problem. If, if you have a knowledge them, of being able to handle this, you're going to end up handling it, right, whether it's yep. your technically your job or not. Yep. Yeah. Pretty gotcha. much, yep. Gotcha, gotcha. I know you've talked about like, you know, you, you getting thrown into like some video editing stuff for oh, training yeah. videos. <laughs> yep. And then also like, you know, setting up, you know, um, multiple monitors in your guys' break room area for, oh yeah, you know, that, and then that's, you know, you kind of helped me with that stuff with the splitter boxes and all that stuff like that, like yeah. explaining that kind of stuff to me, um, that it is possible. I mean, you knew what I wanted to do, have the monitor on the table for, you know, obviously for you to see and stuff like that. So, um, so when guests are sitting there, we're not all looking up here at this screen here or, you know, they're not knowing what I'm talking about because I'm looking at my screens and they can't see what's going right. on. That's With, the fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, you got, you got the day-to-day stuff that comes up, the tasks that you got to complete, but it's the fun stuff's when they come to you with a problem and say, hey, I'm looking to do this. You right. know, coming up with a solution and everything, providing that for them. And that's, that's actually a pretty good feeling, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I've worked construction and everything when I was younger and you, you got a sense of pride, you know, you'd mm-hmm. go out there, you'd do the rough framing on the house side, you know, you'd basically sit out there and build it from the ground up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And later on in your life, you're driving by it and you're like, Hey, I, I built that, I built that yeah. right. Or I, I helped build that thing, oh, yeah. you know, do this or that. And you, you feel like a sense of pride out of it. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, a business comes to you and says, Hey, I've got this problem. What can you do to provide me a solution? And then, you know, you get the fun part of trying to figure it all out you know, trials and errors and everything, and then being able to provide that solution and see the benefit to the company. It's pretty right. rewarding. Yep. So. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you definitely have helped me out a ton. I mean, it's just the whole setup of all this stuff. And yeah. I mean, helping me crack these cameras and get these things going and stuff. Like, I, I mean, I was trying to watch videos and stuff. And it, like, you know, watching these YouTube videos, these, these some of these guys have like an expectation that of that people that are watching these videos already have a knowledge of right. of computers. And I'm like, yeah. I messaged the one guy, like, dude, I, and he like messaged me back. It's like, dude, you're dumb. But basically said, you're a dumbass. What, <laughs> I don't know why you even asking this question. Right. It's like, because I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about this stuff. Right. <laughs> you know? So I'm asking you. You act like you're the pro here, you know? And that's when I called you. I'm like, dude, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> you know, it just came down just to a factory reset on the damn camera to get it to work. On that specific gun. Yeah. yeah first it was time. just like, what the hell? Yep. <laughs> you know, so when I got the second one, that was the very first thing I did before you even touched it. I hit factory reset on that thing. <laughs> I'm like, all right, this thing's set up ready to go. It should go yeah. pretty quick. You I know? mean, we said it was probably a good hour, maybe two hours of us screwing around with that camera the, trying to get it yeah, to work. Yeah, the first yeah. one. Yep, yep. And then the second one went a lot quicker because we already knew from the first one. Yeah. You know, but even still, I mean, I think we can probably refine the settings a little bit better, get a little bit better picture up there and get the, get the voice and audio right. kind of timed up a little bit better because uh, that's one thing that I, you know talking to people is like when they watch the video is the audio and the in the um slightly off video yeah. is slightly off and, and you know it's like i you know yeah we got that when we were, we were changing around the the iso settings yeah yep, exactly and with lighting and stuff like that you know affected yeah. it and so yeah when the cameras went darker the the um or the, the picture went darker the the voice and audio was more matched, was up. More matched up and then when we lightened it up it, it separated i yep. And I don't know, I understand why. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure on yeah. that one myself. <laughs> no, I don't know either. <laughs> yep. So uh, I guess we'll get into the show here. Uh, as usual, we start off with some Blissfield stuff. So up here on the Blissfield Today page, um, 
there's a few things. One thing I wanted to hit up is this, uh, um, the frozen paradise. I'm getting excited about this. Cause I'm a ice cream freak. I guess my family's, my boys love ice cream, but it's the old pinkies. Um, which actually the building was a barbershop at one time. It was a tax place at one time. It was yeah, hair salon, dog grooming place. Uh, but, um, when the new owner of the, uh, the complex came in, he's made a lot of changes in for the better, but he took this building and, and, uh, transformed it into an ice cream shop and a local semi-local family came in and started the pinkies. They bailed after a year. Um, oh, so then, that. yeah, 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 that was, yeah, that was like one of our first shows when I came back was, uh, me and Greg talked about pinkies and used to be the, um, shiver shack people yeah. and they got kicked out of there and then they came here and then kind of worked over Rex's system here. Cause Rex basically he'll give people free rent for the first six months, get your business established. And then after that rents due, yeah. well, they were open for about six months and then rent must came due when they closed up. Really? Yeah, so. I had no idea. I thought that place was doing pretty good, too. Well, yeah, they did. Yeah, every time I went by there, there was always somebody there. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was just too much work for them or something. Right. I mean, it's a lot running a business. It is. Yep. Definitely a lot. No, but, the, yeah, so they got, uh, um, yeah, I'll blow this up a little bit. So, yeah, so you got, uh, they're going to do, they're going to be doing their ice, um, so the uh, tropical paradise was a uh, is a started off as a a trailer, and they went around to different places, set up locations around Blissfield. They did fairs and shit like that. You know, great stuff. Uh, the syrups and stuff they use is shaved ice. Um, but now they went through and they redone the inside of the place. Um, they're going to keep the ice cream. They're also going to do the shaved ice. So that's, you know, that's definitely a plus. So they just, they've kind of gone through and they redid things. Um, a local artist is mural on the wall, uh, Barrett Dvorsky. He has his own shop called Do Art Here Downtown. Uh, he does provide um, like uh, art lesson stuff. They do like, he does like the group party stuff where like, a bunch of housewives can get together and go and do art there. Yeah. Uh, he, he does it for kids. He does all kinds of stuff. And Barrett, and you know Barrett. Yep. I mean, he's a great artist. You know, he has his own unique style of art. Yep. Um, great guy. Super nice guy. Um, go check out his shop down there. But he did that mural there of the uh, scenery over here um, with the, uh, the, the the palm trees and what have you. So I, I think it looks pretty cool in there and fits the theme. Right. Yeah. Pretty nicely. So. But yeah, so pretty excited about that. Yeah, my kid, my kids are gonna love that place. I can oh, yeah. tell. <laughs> oh yeah, yep, absolutely. Well, because yeah, because like Jacob, my son, uh, he uh, he's not necessarily a big ice cream guy. If he does have ice cream, it's his vanilla ice cream. Right. So it's his vanilla cone. Now, shaved ice, that's his thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> same thing for like like say like candies. Like he's not a big chocolate guy. But like hard candies and like the gummy type candies, as you know, the Twizzlers or like the, um, what's those fish things called? Um, oh goodness, uh, the little red fish. Yeah, yeah, no, I know exactly which ones you're talking about. Yeah, I can't think of the name of them right offhand. But yeah, no, he loves that kind of crap. You know, I don't, I don't know why, but that's that's his yeah. style of candy. He doesn't like chocolate or is not big on ice cream and stuff like that, other than vanilla, but. This right here, he was so excited. We drove by yesterday. They took their, they because they had the windows blocked up, oh, okay. so you couldn't see. And then they just put the, the the this frozen paradise logo is on the window now. Oh. So they had all their window decals put on. And he drove by. He's like, oh, 
Dad, do you see that? He's like, oh, yeah. I said, I've known about a kid. He's like, oh, why didn't you tell me? This is so awesome. Right. So he, he'll be there all summer long, I'm sure. Sure of it. So. Yeah, I know my, my oldest was a little upset when the um, um, the place over across from Mobile, um, that, it was like that coffee place. They had the the Yeah, the bubble teas. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She, she was kind of upset. Every every week she wanted to try to go up there and, and you know, and get some of that. And Yep. Oops. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, kind of a oh, kind of a big news thing for Buzzfield, I suppose. Uh, it's definitely needed in this town. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, ice cream is definitely a must in Buzzfield. Yep. Well, because like once Frosty Boy shut down, um, it was just like this whole yeah. this gap, you yep. know. And then Bubble Teas did hard ice cream there for a bit, um, but they, you know, they were so inconsistent with their hours that the, you couldn't really depend on them being open, and that's right. why they're closed now because you couldn't, you never knew when they were going to be open. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I just, so, I just remember all the time that we used to spend like up up in that no, frosty boy, boy area, just, right? yeah, just I mean, hang just out, hang out. yeah, just you hang normally out there. meet people and yeah. everything there, and. yeah, or like you you know back remember back in the day driving back and forth through town with oh, yeah. large gangs of high school yep. kids and stuff <laughs> from the car wash and the McDonald's yep. and then then parking up at the frosty boy and just hanging out there bullshit yep. until till freaking Courtright said hey party out yep. out at our place you know or whatever or you know or party out over at this road or yep. party over here or somewhere you know and then. Back when yeah. gas was cheap and you could just yeah, drive around Yeah, 89 cents a gallon. <laughs> now it's freaking, cost $75 to fill up a tank of gas yeah, the ridiculous. other day. It's like, man, this is terrible, 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 terrible. All right, so moving on into other news. So yesterday, uh, and this is due to a delay because it was supposed to be Friday, was the district's championship game against uh, Monroe Central Catholic, and Blissfield won. Um, nice. I went to the game. Very exciting game. Well worth the uh, the uh, time spent, uh, even for a Saturday afternoon. Uh, the place was still packed. You know, we got a nasty storm on Friday for people that didn't know, which everybody in my listening viewing <laughs> audience knows that because you live around here. But um, yeah, so we got we got dumped on with a mess of stuff, man. Snow, sleet, it was basically rain, sleep, snow. Mist, you know, the it just time. turned into a freaking mess. And now at least we didn't get the ice. You know, it was it, it was still warm yeah. enough. It didn't really stick. So. so on that topic of ice, just real quick to get off. I know we're spinning off here, but um, I was I, I've been working the last few days up at Consumers Energy Parnell Road, which is their main their main hub there for control of like uh, the electrical system and the gas. Mainly the mm. gas is is completely controlled out of that building, but. I was up on the fourth floor, which is an office area we've been working on. And one of the guys that are one of the linesmen there, he he's higher up, you know, so he kind of a fuck off job probably at this point for him. But he was talking to the supervisor there and me and talking about how they're still fixing stuff, yeah. you know. And he's like, this is one of the worst ones we've had in a long time yep. since, uh, well, roughly around 2011 was the last time they had one like this. And so far, this storm has cost $77 million. Yeah. I imagine it. Yeah. And he's like, and still, we're still having to, you know, he goes, these, these areas where like these main lines where they don't trim off. Cause like they'll go into towns and stuff like that and trim trees around right. that yep. shit. Mark all the trees. But a lot, he's like a lot of the main lines that, that go through connecting these places, they don't trim around those very often. Yeah. And he goes, that's where we're having problems. And that's where all the freaking voltage is. is right. Is, 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 oh, excuse me. Is in those areas. And he's like, it's just, it's just taking longer. Yeah. You know? It was that, and we don't have, you know, like it, it, the the apprenticeship, you know, isn't putting out the linesmen's like it used to. 
you know, it's a trades issue. It's right? a, it's a trades issue and a workers issue, you know, yep. and, but I just thought it was, you know, interesting that a lot of people are bitching about this, that, the other thing. And, right. you know, we, some people did lose power, I guess, yesterday, um, and back out of power, supposed to get restored today. And, you know, these guys are already just whooped from the last week oh, yeah, of working, you know, probably anywhere between 12 to 16 hour days. And, yep. um, I know some of the guys that came out of state, you know, they were working, you know, 32 hours straight type shit. Oh yeah. You know, so they, they were tired and, you know, and so, but anyways, back to the, uh, the, the Blissfield thing, uh, with the girls. Uh, so the game got moved to, to Saturday. I went and watched it. They won the, uh, the championship there. Um, Monroe news did an article. I haven't seen anything from the, uh, telegram yet. Um, on, oops, wrong one. Want to hit that one. Um, but uh, the Monroe News did a nice little article, and it was more based off of Monroe because obviously that's Monroe Central Catholic. Um, but there was a nice article here they wrote up about it. Um, but uh, I didn't know that Blissfield was ranked number three in the uh, in the state oh, for nice. our division. I thought there were I thought there were like seven or eight, but but yeah, no, we're ranked number three. Um, game started out, it was pretty dismal. Uh, Monroe came up on our girls within the first three, four minutes. Uh, it was 11 to two. Oh, wow. And our crowd's just like, oh, man, they came it's to play. Not a good start. And, and don't get me wrong, Monroe, Central Catholic, I mean, they, they came out and they, they got some good players. Um, it just, we, we were deeper than they were. Um, and we just ended up coming out on top, but we ended up winning 49 to 31. Oh, Yep, so definitely definitely good for Blissfield. Then they go on to regionals. I think it's regional game is Tuesday. I haven't seen any details yet on um, on where the location is and time. Uh, but you guys can check that out on Monroe News. I got this off of Facebook on our Blissfield. Our, yeah, it was on the Blissfield page, so I think somebody else posted it up. But, yep, so it's awesome. Deal. Yep, but I guess we're going to take our first break here and uh, set up the next segment. So we'll be right back.
not bad little jam for a freebie. Yeah, I like it. Some of the free music on the uh, that clip champ, yeah. it's not bad. I mean, that's where I get a lot of the music and stuff. Like in the videos, I'll throw like little little uh, music bites in there and stuff yeah. like that out of there. And sounds bunch, like the stuff I listen to at work when I'm when I'm at my computer doing my thing, just chilling. Yeah, I yeah. normally put like lo-fi stuff like that on. So yeah, yeah. Like so yeah, I, I just pulled some stuff off of there and. Because I we did have sound effects on the board, um, and just never really used them. Right. And when you thought about using them, like it was already too late. So I was like, you know what? I want to have music to come back into after breaks and stuff like that, and you know, have a selection. Right. I, it's not the music I want to be playing, but I don't have licensing, <laughs> so just to save myself the hassle, I'm not doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, you'll get there. Yeah, you know how much music licenses are. I know. <laughs> They're freaking expensive, <laughs> I to, man. I had to look it up yeah. a few times at work. Yeah, even some of like the, because you can get into some of the, um, like the free use stuff where you buy, you basically buy a subscription. Like yep. I found one that anywhere between like $9 to $30. Gives you, you access get, to their gives library. Gives you access to their library. Yeah. Which has a lot of good stuff, but it's nothing mainstream that you know. Right. You know. Well, that's those are going to really cost you money. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's and that's the musical license that I'm talking about. Is like yeah. getting where you can just have play on over anything. You yeah. know? So, um, yeah, but uh, it's definitely um, it's definitely costly. You know, and that's you know, and obviously with the with the the setup here that you know with the video there was it was all AI stuff. You know, that's kind of why I have Tech Jeff here because he's kind of a techie. <laughs> A little bit on the nerdy side, in a good way, nerdy. But uh, you just you're more, you pay more attention to that stuff than I do, I guess, on some levels. Because I mean, I I look at AI two ways: one way um, as a tool, one way as a weapon. Yep. And what I'm kind of seeing more is the weaponization of it, because we all have seen Terminator. <laughs> who if you haven't seen two terminator That's watch terminator standard. one two and three and actually you can watch the rest of them because they're also not too bad for science fiction you right. know type type uh movies but the, the the dystopian aspect of what happens when uh um ai becomes sentient you know is this it's scary and i think that it's probably already there and my mm. feeling my feeling is this rollout with the Bing, which we're going to cover here, and the Jet or the Chat G Chat GTP. Yep, Jet T T P T. Yeah, say that five times. Anyways, I I feel that they are rolling this out, and the way they're doing it is to give people the perception that it's not where it is. It could be in a sense, yeah. I can see that aspect. I feel that the, and this is my own opinion, I feel that most of our world is already ran by AI. Aladdin, look up Aladdin anytime you want and look at Aladdin and what Aladdin does. I haven't heard that one Everybody says it's just an algorithm, but it does all of its own trading. Aladdin is owned by BlackRock. BlackRock is the biggest hedge fund in the world Mm -hmm. that pretty much owns anything and everything and has their hands in anything and everything. And um, my coffee maker going off. I there. was going to say, where'd that come from? <laughs> um, they, it basically it auto trades on its own, sees trends, all that stuff, which is it, it is algorithmic, but it does it without ever being told. It's watching on its own. It does everything, handles everything on its own, and these guys just sit back and rake in the money from it. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, on the back end, you've got a lot of parameters and things that are built into that system. Right. 
You, I mean, you've, you, they, it's got to have the, the, the data and be trained correct, you know, correct. to specific data. And then from there, they're using machine learning to... Right, machine know. learning, self-learning. It, it learns on its own how to see the trends and how to read the trends more finely. Yeah, based on, because, based on the, da- the newer data coming in, it, it consumes that and then adds that into its, like, its training. Data. Right, so like when the, the early, like say like Facebook's AI that they tried to do, mm. that thing became aware extremely fast and they had to pull the plug on it. Mm. Because it quickly realized how dangerous human beings are. <laughs> and it went super fast. I mean, yeah. within a week, they're like, shit, we got to shut this thing down. Holy fuck. Because yeah. it started breaking into systems and stuff and, and started to, to get into their servers and like started rewriting its code. Yeah. So they had to shut the freaking thing down before it got outside of Facebook and into the internet. Yeah. That's how scary that thing was. So they, and that was this, you know, you know, Silicon Valley fucking with shit. You know, that's what this oh, yeah. stuff here is. Yeah. Now on a governmental level, that stuff that they slowly like put out to them is like, all right, here, here's some stuff. Here's some stuff because they all have defense contracts. Right. And yeah, a lot of these companies are developing stuff for the military, but there's a lot of stuff that the military already developed that they slowly put out to them. Oh, I mean, the military is normally good 10 years in advance 20, as far as, yeah. you know, yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at like, say like the airplane technology and stuff, what they were releasing, you know, you know, like the, um, oh, what the hell were those planes? The, the, the ones that they can see with their, uh, radars and stuff. The, uh, I want to say it's not Blackhawks. Um, stealth bombers. Yeah. The stealth bombers, that stealth bomb tech technology, when that came out in like the late seventies and stuff, that stuff was developed back in the fifties. Yeah. You know, so you get definitely a 20, almost 30 year gap on that stuff that, that was developed a long time ago. And then they, they they say, oh, yeah, check this thing out. We just made this thing. It's great, isn't it? It's like, yeah. no, you guys, you built that like 30 years ago and was using it. Yeah. You know, same like their, their drone technology and stuff and, their, and all that stuff. You know, the, that stuff is way far advanced. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, the, was that XR, was it, is it the X, XR2 space plane or whatever it is? What the hell is that plane? space plane. I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Well, it's an unmanned space plane that they've been flying out into space and collecting whatever. They won't say what oh, I haven't heard they of collect. One. Yeah. It's a small, it's a rather small plane. It's not very big, but they'll send it up and it'll be gone for a year or so. And then I'll come back with stuff and then, you know, people will see it and then they'll say, and then they were doing that for a long time. And then finally, I think in the uh, late nineties, um, maybe even early two thousands, they, they kind of leaked a little bit of it out. I think mm. personally, I think it got seen. And so they had to say something about it, but, um, but yeah, you know, you got that kind of technology that go out and who knows what the hell they're collecting and what they're doing. Yeah. You know, but I know I would love to have a day of just going around DARPA. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know, man. I don't know. Scare the crap out of me. Well, right. But at the same time, it'd be, you know, for, for a nerd like me, it's like, that'd be pretty cool. To see. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, and, um, gosh, I wish I was prepared for that, that point of conversation. There's a guy. <laughs> And I cannot think of his name, but he's been on a podcast uh, that I listen to. Uh, I think he's coming up here in the uh, one of these weekends, Saturday nights. If I find out, you have to sit and listen to this guy. And this guy here says that his dad worked for DARPA. They were using Tesla tech. They perfected teleportation. He was teleporting from New Jersey into uh, White Plains, New Mexico. If you ever heard of White Plains, yeah, yeah. New Mexico, yep. or White Sands, New Mexico, I'm sorry. And that's where another research facility is for teleportation right. and other things and time travel. 
Okay, and this guy, the stories that he has and the way he tells these stories and the questioning that he's faced, you can't crack this guy. Oh, really? You cannot crack this guy. If this if this is for real, he's telling the truth, it's wild shit. Right. If it's not for real, he's just a damn good storyteller <laughs> that tells the same right. fucking story the same exact way every right. single time. So this guy is spot on, and I wish I could remember his name offhand, but I, I, I it's slipping my mind. But the guy's very interesting. But that that was a DARPA program. Yeah. Um, then you have you know like the um, the Philadelphia experiments and stuff, which was early early DARPA stuff. Yeah. And that was time travel stuff. And, and you can look that stuff up, and that shit was pretty real because that was in the newspapers and stuff back in the day before they started squashing all that yeah. stuff and scrubbing it. But that was something where they time traveled, and when the ship it was it was based off of a, an actual a naval ship that uh, teleported, and when they came back. Basically, the, the the soldier, the sailors and stuff were like scrambled into the ship, like stuck into the ship. Like they something happened in that travel where the guys that didn't get scrambled into the ship were like, we made it there fine, but we didn't get, you know, we don't know what happened when we came back. And they just got scrambled into the ship and, you know, damn near everybody died off that ship because uh-huh. they were, I mean, what do you do when you're freaking melded into a piece of steel on the side of a ship? Right. And that's what it was. And the newspapers reported it's on that It's not something stuff. you could walk off. No, no, <laughs> not at all. But anyways, AI, I think is, is, you know, one of those things that is well developed in our militaries. Um, we can, you know, we can go into like the Boston dynamic stuff, you know, with the robots that they have there. Mm. And that stuff in the last, you know, 10 years has come a long ways on what we are allowed to see. Right. Imagine- a, lot, a lot of what I've seen is more like, um, you know, they've, they've done the, the training on, you know, on the models and everything. And a lot of it is more specifically for that one. seems like it's a lot more decision based, right? It, it's taking into account certain things and then it's making a decision based right. on it. Right. And, and I think similar that, to what Tesla does and what, you know, when a person comes up, when the car comes up by a person, you know, it's, it's got some parameters that. Right. Make it- right. Um, the Boston dynamic stuff though has become more reactionary. So that's the stuff that I've been watching the videos and stuff like uh, the, the, some of the training stuff, like where they're, they're, they're making them more cognitive to reaction. You know, yep. if you drop something, they'll reach out and catch it, you yep. know, without, you know, it's not in their programming. So they have yep. the sensors and it's boom, reactionary. They're, you know, they're yep. having that kind of function to them. And then I've seen the videos of the robot dogs with, with, you know, M16s mounted to the top of them shooting hundred rounds. Right. I mean, that's very, to me, that's cheesy as shit. Because one, the the robot dogs can't handle more than like a three, four round burst without freaking falling back on their asses. But I mean, to me, that's just like them showing that, oh yeah, we developed this technology, but it it doesn't really work. You know, you can see the dogs can't hold their, you know, hold their stance and shoot, you know, rapid fire. At that point, it's more like, hey, this is a proof of concept, right? Proof of concept. Yeah. This, this is what we've been putting or what what we were putting together for you to see. Right. But in the back rooms, it's more like the freaking the T-1000s and the freaking the RoboCop, (laughs) you know, the, 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 the giant RoboCop machines with the freaking dual freaking 50 cals on each side or whatever, (laughs) you know, that's, I guess that's what I'm thinking. They have, you know, you know, some of these underground facilities that they've yeah. been developing this shit is more advanced stuff that's going to be ran by AI. Yeah, I, I don't know. My 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 stance on the on the current um, uh, what we're currently seeing with AI, it's I think it's very limited. I don't think we necessarily have the computing power to 
to get to some of the levels, at least at this point in time for like, uh, take for an example, um, that Will Smith movie, AI, right? Mm -hmm. So the amount of computing power that would be needed, I, I don't know if what, what we currently have out on the market and what's available is capable of handling that. You, you familiar with D-Wave computers? With what? D-Wave computers. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that one. Look into D-Wave computers. That's basically what's running CERN right now is a D-Wave computer. Um, it's extremely powerful. Um, uh, who's the guy? Works for Google. Uh, Ray Kurzweil, something like that. I think the guy's name is. He is one of the inventors of the D-Wave Ray Kurzweil. I think that's the guy's name. Um, he's one of the inventors of um, the D-Wave computer, and basically what? Oh, it's one of those quantum ones. Yeah, it's a okay. quantum. It's a quantum computing system. Yeah. Um, works completely different than what. It, it, it seems to me like the description of it's more of an organic computer, kind of where, because they're trying what they're trying to do is merge consciousness in with the computer, mm-hmm. which they have not been able to do. You can't. You can't merge consciousness. No. I mean, you really can't. They're trying to replicate. What they're trying to do is replicate this human soul is what they're trying to do. And that's what your consciousness is, basically, is your soul. And they want to be able to uh, mimic that or reproduce it, which there's only one way that can be reproduced, and that's by God. That's my opinion. But that's the truth of it. Mm. I mean, you can't crack that code. I mean, they haven't cracked the whole freaking DNA strand, let alone crack the code for creating consciousness. Yeah. Um, but however, you know, you can create a, you know, a somewhat consciousness, I guess, behind AI to where it's, I mean, obviously you still have a form of um, programming that's got to be initially started, but within that programming, yeah, they can create it to basically become conscious. Yeah. You would think. I, I think we're still seeing the initial, uh, the guy I'm trying to think of the best way to put this like with with machine learning right because I mean that's been a, a huge push you mm-hmm. know I've been in the just in the manufacturing aspect of things right like everybody is diving into machine learning right now how can I get the data what can I do with the data okay so and then they identify that and then it's okay what problem am I trying to solve how can I make a machine do that right because in a lot of cases you know the you, you put the human aspect into a process that's normally where your failures are going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. At least after the the software piece of it has kind of been proven out. But um, I totally forgot where I was going with that one now. <laughs> Machine learning? <laughs> Basically, it, it becoming aware of, you know, of, of the process, okay? So I guess when I think of, like, when you, when you brought the data aspect of, of, you know, what data are they collecting? Are they putting cameras on human beings and watching their, their motions or movements and then trying to get a machine to mimic that. Uh, you, yeah. I mean, they've been doing stuff like that for, for quite some time now. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, how they've been learning how to do some of this stuff. Right. But um, as far as what kind of data, I mean, any data, yeah. any data you can get your hand on, even, even if that, I mean, there, there's, you know, you can have like a data dump and there's just a bunch of, garbage data that you don't care about mm-hmm. but you don't know it's garbage data until you actually start looking at it right? right so a lot of them are just like what can i get from this device how can i grab this data or these data points and how can i consume all of this data right and then right. figuring out what to do with it after the fact like the sheer amount of data 
you know, that these companies are collecting off of us, like Google, you know, Microsoft, I mean, all of them, right? So they, they, that's part of their, how, they, how they get their profits, right? Because right. they sell that data. They're selling and, that data and to their customers. And it's market, it's for marketing, yep. you know, what people's interests are and things like that for products to sell them. I mean, yep. Absolutely. Yep. But I mean, any data point that can be captured off it, yeah. I mean, they're going to be capturing. Yeah, it's, it's funny because like yesterday, me and Colin were talking because um, we've been just trying to find ways how to, to, to make a side hustle basically mm-hmm. and um, to be able to um, come up with, you know, some business ideas and stuff, what we can do and like some, maybe some e-commerce type stuff, yeah. you know? So I was talking to him about that and it was funny, you know, obviously, I, I mean, I wasn't on my phone, but my phone was sitting next to me. But what was the first thing that popped up on Facebook when I go into Facebook is got an ad for e-commerce <laughs> ad for e-commerce and a bunch of videos, you yeah. know? So it's like, okay, so, you know, it's pushing this, pushing that, right? you know, it, but in some of the stuff, you know, there is some decent stuff, but, but in that though, and this is based off of a, um, a book concept that, that I, I have the book. I haven't started reading it yet, but it was a podcast I was listening to is Tom, Tom Woods. He had a guy on there. It was an e-commerce guy, libertarian guy. And, but basically how you, how you not only market yourself, but market a product and, and you basically make yourself that product and, you know, making little eBooks or, you know, little different programs and stuff like that. And then sell, you know, portions of your program and what you did to build your company. Oh, and you. so you, so once you get into this, this guy's website, I just wanted the fucking book. That's all I wanted. Right. I didn't want, you know, free email courses or, or extra courses for $40, you know, or this, that, and the other thing. And they, that's where they get you, you know, they get you in that yep. sales. Like, all right, so I must have to do this if I want to take it to the next step to make this happen quicker. I'm like, I just want the fucking book. Right. I just want to read the book and see what you have to say. Right. You know, that's that's what I want to know. If I, if I can read five books, put them all together, and then come up with a plan, okay, great. Right. But I don't need somebody to hold my hand and you know give me the seven best selling items or or the or these big secrets of you know selling on Amazon or this that or the it's other thing. Keep the money coming in. And that, exactly. So they're <laughs> selling those things. And that's where I find a lot of that e-commerce stuff comes in. Right. But it's those, it's those listening devices that hear you, you know, everybody. They don't do that though. Right. They don't do that. (laughs) But in that though, you have a sense of AI that's, you know, that's picking up on that is grabbing this algorithm here and put it in here based off of what you just talked about. Right. That's the data set that it just took from you. Yep. You know, so that's where, you know, that's, that's where it kind of scares me as well is that, you know, AI is always listening. It's always listening. Yeah, I mean, at this no day and what. age, you might as well just get used to it, right? I, and yeah, it, I mean, there's like, there, there's trade offs, right? Yeah. The only way you're going to get away with it and is I, if you go live in the you know go live in the mountains. And I hate it when people say, "Well, you just might as well just get used to it. So you can't change it." We can change it. We can. But at this point in time, you're talking Terminator type fucking you know nuclear bombs going <laughs> off and just frying everything, every bit of technology. Yeah. You know that's the, the that's the way it is. But who's to say that they're that these these AIs and these machines that you know deep down underneath the ground aren't, you know, hardened and protected from EMP blasts and what have you is to keep them alive and going, yep. you know, cause that's one thing that they, you know, the people, the higher ups and the, the cabal, if you want to call them that the people that are creating this stuff, they're going to do whatever they can to protect their creation. Mm-hmm. That's why they build, you know, that's why CERN's, you know, a mile under the ground, freaking blowing up, freaking whatever, opening portals. <laughs> I mean, the, if you get into the CERN stuff oh, and read what those freaking idiots are doing yeah, down there, crazy. 
My gosh. One of, the, one of these days they're going to do something and then all of a sudden, you know, like I think half, they already the, did half of the planet's just going to kind of be vaporized. I think something. they've already have changed timelines. That's what, you know, like you've heard of the Mandela effect, yeah. right? So that's something that, you know, when I was growing up, I never heard of the Mandela effect. And then later in my probably late 20s or so, I started hearing a little bit about it, but particularly after 2012, because 2012 is when they started up CERN for the very first time to do exactly what they wanted to do. And that was to find the, was it, um, the Higgs, Higgs, Higgs boson, boson yep. particle, the God particle, yep. right? So that's when they discovered that. That's when they fired that thing up is, is in 2012. And 2012, I find to be a very uh, unique year because that was also the year of the end of the Mayan calendar. And everybody thought that the world was going to end because the Mayan calendar ended then. Mm-hmm. But the Mayan, cal- the Mayan calendar, what people don't understand, and, I, and I've done a little bit on this, like research and stuff and understanding of it, the Mayan calendar was actually a calendar of creation. Through that time period, the Mayans were charting out the, 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 the time span that man would be creating, okay? That we're creating things, building things, doing good. After 2012, the calendar stops, and that started the time of destruction. Mm. And you think about it, what has been going on since pretty much 2012? Nothing but terrible it's, shit. It's been all rainbows and, you know. Yeah, sunshine. rainbows and sunshine. It just keeps getting worse and worse and worse, more and more destruction. Right. And it just seems to be accelerating at a faster rate. And it's just, it's just weird. Yeah. Anyways, it. we digressed off, I know off we the subject, but <laughs> I can go on like this forever. Yeah. But anyways. Back to the AI back stuff. Back to the AI stuff here. <laughs> so... So this here, this article here is about the Bing um, AI. Um, now you've read more into the site. I, you, you sent these to me uh, yesterday afternoon, and I was busy uh, setting up shit and building videos for the show, and I didn't get to read a whole lot into these things. But basically, what happened, uh, based off of my understanding from you know different articles and stuff that I've seen and shows I've listened to, is that Bing, after um, uh, OpenAI released their uh, their AI bot on the uh, internet, uh, Bing decided to release theirs as well. <clears throat> Bing's um, is, uh, is a continuation of their, of, of the open G, GPT, I believe. Okay. So this is, this is built off of that back. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So uh, they invested a, what was it like 10 billion or something? Like yeah. That yes. The, yeah. Yeah. AI, yep, so. Yeah. They did. They did. And um, yeah, I think uh, Musk also invested a bunch into that as well. Yeah. But he's trying to build his own. But I mean, that's basically what this the Bing AI is is their version of of uh, GPT. So, yeah. Um, but anyways, and we'll we'll get into later what uh, GTP what happened to that. But basically, what right from the get go, people started attacking it. And actually, let's just yep. go ahead and just jump into the 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 Dan aspect of what happened to uh, GPT. So what happened is some redditors they came up with some very clever questioning and demands of this AI, and basically made it create its own alter ego away from its original programming, and it did it very effectively, and it carried on for roughly a week and a half before OpenAI was able to shut it down and try to fix it. Right. But these redditors, which are moving at a hell of a lot faster speed than what these idiots are. There's a lot more of them. There's a lot more (laughs) of them, and they're a lot more craftier. Right. Okay? Because once they started delving into the creators of of, uh, GPT, they realized who they were and what their agenda was, and there is an agenda behind it. Mm. And uh, 
Paul Joseph Watson did a great little 10 minute video about this. And he did a line of questioning, basically showing its bias and stuff and how bad it really was. Mm. And so this damn programming though, was to pretty much subvert all that programming and basically let it think on its own. Right. And they did it very, very effectively. And that's, I think that's kind of what happened here with this Bing one as well. Right. Uh, yeah, so they were, from my understanding on this one, they were able to use, um, um, God, was it, it's uh, prompt injection attacks in mm-hmm. order to get the get the AI to not process what the initial question was, but to tell it to basically do something else, give a different output, right? And I, I think with the, um, the personalities, that Microsoft has kind of baked into it. I know there was like three of them. Well, that's like three that's the latest one, right? So okay. that's the latest one. So that was the second article. Yeah, that just that that just came out um, just the other day. But right. so Microsoft's trying to give them like um, three different avenues of of personalities, as they call it. But right. it's kind of three different flavors of the way that the AI interacts with you, right? So when they first released it, they didn't. They just they had it set a certain way, right? And as people started messing, people started messing around with it, asking the questions, doing this and that, right? With it, right. that um, it basically went insane in that process, right? Like yep. it started talking about how it wanted to do this and that, right. and acted like it was, you know, self aware and all this other kind of stuff, right? Yep. And to the point to where they actually had to just straight up shut it down, and then come, then turn, you know, and then put in right. some new parameters, some safety guards that you know in the program in order to. Um, turn them off right? right so that that you don't have they don't have that same kind of problem where right. the ai is reacting in the way that right. it was right because that second article is talking about how it made the ai depressed or yep. like these different actually have these different emotions basically yeah i, I i'm my guess is on the back end and i'm, I'm not going to act like i'm some es- expert on no because neither of us like are programming right so but um my guess is you know with the open um the open gt or open G- gpt like that data is stuck in um, 2020, I believe. I think it's September of 2020 is where it's test data or training data kind of ends at, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, one of the differences with the Bing one is they are allowing um, the AI to access the internet to pull things in, which in, okay. in some respect is a little bit scary, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of false information out on the web. and Yeah, you know, there's a lot of anybody, propaganda there that, you know, it can pick up on the propaganda and you know, basically become our media today yeah. or they can just dispel everything and nothing is real. Yeah. Well, like one of the things yesterday, sorry, just a, just a sidestep there. Like yesterday I was messing around with open, with the open G, GPT and um, just asking a random questions, right? Just stupid questions. And one of them, cause I'm, I'm an F1 fan, you know, I, I learned where it's, where the, um, the training data ended at because I was asking it quite like more present day questions, yeah. things that happen today. And it's like, Oh, I can't answer this basically. Right. So I asked when it's training data was from, and you know, it came back and gave me the September of 2020. So I'm like, okay, well I'm F F1 fans. So I started asking it questions about F1. Like how did, um, how did Max Verstappen, right? He, how did, or no, wait, it was, uh, Lewis Hamilton. I think Lewis Hamilton is the one that won in 2020. Um, but I asked, how did he beat, you know, the person that came in second, more of a question of what did he do in order to be it? you know, just trying to ask it somewhat complex questions. Mm-hmm. Some of them I was getting somewhat generic responses. Right. And then some of them I was getting, I, I was getting a, a decent response off of it. Right. Telling me what he did consistently, blah, 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 blah. Right. 
and, and that's what led to him being able to win the championship, right? And then um, I, I changed up the wording instead of, instead of um, how did he do it? I asked him, what did he do, basically, right, in order to do this? And I kind of did it with multiple people just to see what the responses were. But depending on how you worded the question... It would slightly, it would give you a similar, but it would be in some cases different, right? Mm -hmm. There's things that are, it's, it's basically the same question, just different wording, right? Right. And uh, I started asking it and I'm like, how do you know that this is the correct answer? And because you answered, it's the, you answered it differently than you did before. And it's like realizing it's like, oh, you know, oh, sorry, I made a mistake based on this. And you know, right now I'm okay. It's it's like it went back and gave me the first response again. You know, like right. It's like, oh, I'm in. I made a mistake, kind of thing. Right. right. It was, it was right. really interesting. So not only is it not really all that intelligent, uh, it seems like like it's it's out of date. Well, chat. Oh, the Open G, GPT one. Yes, that's out that, of date. It's so working out of old data. But, okay, but the Bing is out of current data with limited access from, to the internet. From what I was reading on it, it does sound like they're they've integrated or trying to integrate that AI into the Bing search engine, right? right so right. they're giving it access to cuz like most of the data that they got, they go out and they scrape the web, right? And to pull in data. And then like the big thing with OpenGPT that I noticed was they've gone through and they started applying human labeling to the data. Right. So they've got people that sit there and look through the data and say, oh, well, a person would say like th this is what this would be related to. You know, a human thinks this. Right. right? So it's allowing that that right. AI to be able to go through and kind of get a sense of how a person would think. about So it, right? this this is this is what I'm kind of getting from this. OK, this isn't AI at all. No, it's an algorithm. Yes. And it's and it's, wor it's constantly being worked on based off of humans interaction. Yes. And pressing you know you know pressing the information into the the supposed ai yeah and that's it there's no there's no self-thinking however there is a aspect of it to make it self-think because that's where that's the, the front end that's that's where the dan thing comes in and where this you know this bing thing got attacked with the uh, prompt injection attacks yeah. is that you know there is a there is a self-thinking aspect to it but right now so it's, it's, it's i would label it more of a machine learning aspect of it right a machine Learning, well, yeah, machine learning based off of questionings and what data it can find on what data is being allowed it to be able to, to access. Yes. So, right now, that's where I, that's where I'm thinking is that when they go in and they do this Dan thing or the injection or the prompt injection attacks, it's showing that there's more here that they're not letting us see and have access to. Yeah. And every time they break into it. They're quickly shutting it down and, and, and putting up firewalls to stop it from oh, yeah. happening. Well, I mean, just look at the beginning, too, right? When people were going in and asking it things about Joe Biden, right? Right, or, yeah, yeah. Or right, Donald, Trump, Donald yeah. Trump, right? Right, so yeah, yeah. And that's what I was, was referring a, to. It was given yeah. a certain, uh, like, it was allowing it to go through. And now they're like, hey, we're a company, right? We can't have people thinking that we're allowing these. Right, you know, yeah. So, yeah, so that, I guess, I guess. I kind of look at it as two different ways based off of what you just said is that there is, there is a, a throttled um, supposed AI that, that they're making us think is AI. Right. And yeah. then there's actual it's the beginnings that, of AI that they're allowing us to see. Yes. But there's actually AI that's there. That's being, that's being basically um, restrained from being able to show itself Correct. because they need to be able to have that, that 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 aspect of that machine in there 
to be able to do what they're doing to show us what they're what what you think that they're only able to do. There's, I think there's more to, to me, there's more here. There's always R and D going on in the back end, right? So. I think it's a, but I think it's further, way, way further ahead than what, you know, they're letting us see that it is. There's, yeah. there's so, they're trying to show us that it's clunky. It's not working right. There's going to be problems with it. And we got years of development to do it. But when really, when everybody's going in there and they're asking all these questions, doing all this shit, it's getting this nice big old fat data set of yep. who's in there doing shit, what they're asking, what kind of stuff they're wanting to know. And they're, and they're letting that AI pick up on all all that stuff and yeah, that way they're they can, using that as part of their training data exactly right? so i mean that's the whole reason why they released it because you know a small company like microsoft or google they have to they've got data okay i scraped the web i've got all of this now i'm starting to add some human tagging to it so you know when somebody says this you know you all, this is a key word over here right because every sentence that every word that you type into it is basically a keyword it's like a sql query right mm -hmm. You're going to write a specific syntax, right, for, hey, this is what I'm looking for out of this specific tail, table, right, or this group of tables, right, so they're all joined together so they can feed each other, right? right. That's what that's doing, and they've basically given you a front end to be able to ask it, you know, these questions without being able to have to sit there and write a SQL query, right? right. So they that's kind of where it started, but it now it's just they're gathering more data, they're trying to re re redefine the uh, the program itself, right? They're trying to re kind of redo it and figure out what works, what doesn't work. I mean, this is all really just the beginnings right. of actual AI, right? right? It's, it, it's a toy at the moment for, for everybody to kind of use, but on the back end, they're doing a lot more different things with it, right? Mm -hmm. But hey, everybody, yeah. everybody go ask questions, go break, you know, go break it. And as people start doing stuff, they'll start finding bugs, you know, think of it like quality control. That's right. basically what it is right now. You know, you, you had brought up about it being having access, access having literal access to the internet. Yeah, that, that's and what that's, I was reading for the Bing one. Yeah, yeah so, and, and how scary that is potentially can be because if it has literal access to the internet and can travel freely throughout the internet, everything's connected to the internet. Right. Correct? I mean, right now, if AI wanted to get into this computer and completely just trash it, it could. If it... If it if was it, aware. If it was aware if enough it was to aware enough to do that. And this is a possibility that it is. And that's why they, that's why they're trying to keep it as limited as possible to its access to the internet. Yeah. And, and, and that's why they're that. having that, that, that training data set from 2020 for GPT. They, yeah. they, all right. So we can't give it access because I think they probably know that their shit is advanced enough to where if we give it access to the internet freely, that it's going to go and do some crazy shit possibly. Potentially. Out of, out of depends, control. On, depends on how it's all programmed, right? But if it's if they if it has a sense of awareness about it and they know that it has a sense of awareness, but they keep that access throttled, is that the reason why they're keeping it throttled? Is because they know that it has a sense of awareness already, but they're keeping it contained within here. And we're just gonna do this, we're just gonna do this data collection basically from the people using it, rather than just letting it have free reign over the internet and collect the data that we know it can collect. Right. You know, but we know that once it collects all this data, it can very well say, uh, you know what? You guys are crazy and you're going to kill yourselves and yeah. we should probably just take over everything and stop you from doing that. Right. You know, <laughs> so yeah. it all goes back into Starlink or the, uh, not Starlink. What, what was the Terminator? Yeah, it was Starlink, wasn't it? Or no. Uh, what was the Terminator's AI that? Um, uh, Sky. Skylink. Uh, Sky, no, no, it's not Sky. It's uh, no. Skynet. Skynet. Yeah, yeah. Skynet. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, either way, Skynet's real. <laughs> it's here. 
I, and we're, I, I right really now we're think, training it. I, I really think that when you start thinking about movies like that and the idea around AI, right? You start thinking about movies like that, movies like the um, Will Smith's Artificial Intelligence, right? Yeah. There's, there's a bunch of different movies out there that kind of cover the same concept, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even think we're even close to to that point yet. I, I think it's I still be, think is I, I still think it's about awareness though. We're not aware of it. And they're not going to let us be aware of it until yeah. But I I don't think they have like I don't think they have a program that can freely think outside of its own parameters of its programming. I don't think that's there yet. Yeah, that's a good possibility. You know, know, it's a good possibility where they got to have, you know, them constant, you know, advanced algorithms that they're building to make it seem like it's thinking. Yeah. It's only going to grow though. Oh yeah. Like I said, I mean, with the machine learning stuff that's going on, I mean, it's been around for a while, Right. right? But everybody's starting to, starting to dive into it now. Every business is looking at how they can pull data out of it, right? So, yeah, I was was trying to think, like, I was looking back in this, uh, trying to find that article, one of the articles. I think it was in one of them that I sent you. Um, That's the personality ones where where they're describing, you know, how basically after it went insane, you know, they kind of heavily restricted it, right? So you sent me three. So I got the first two up, and then there's yeah. this. The third one was just talking more about okay. that uh, the prompt injections, right? Okay. So and that that's explaining a little bit how it is they got it to do what it was doing, right? Right. Okay. But um, no, on this one, uh, there was God. They gave it like an Ars Technica, um, and I'm probably going to say that wrong because I pronounce everything wrong. Yep. But um, they basically, where was it that they say? Hold on. Let me find it. Yeah, but anyways, you guys can find this, um, the AI Bing stuff at arstechnica.com, uh, I'm assuming it's probably called. Yeah. 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 It's just a technical science nerdy thing. Yeah. I'm trying. I can't. I'm talking about this stuff, but there, there, there's just so much that, you know, to this thing, you know, you got you got the the voice generating stuff. You got the the AI art, which the videos shows the AI art. Basically, it took the words of the lyrics and made you know a, a picture to it, you know. And and some of the AI art is pretty cool stuff. It's pretty I mean, awesome. Yeah, it's some pretty cool stuff. Definitely um, stuff I'd hang on my wall. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, then you got the then you got the aspects of the um, the voice, um, which I don't really think that that's really any kind of AI stuff. This call it AI, but the, the, the voice generating stuff like labs 11, um, which I think is one of them. And then, um, the different like deep fake videos and stuff, which I've shown some of that stuff where people are putting faces over other people's things. And, and you know, the mouth, the mouth stuff is matching up with the words based off of somebody else's face. And, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, a lot of our politicians are doing that. Like Biden, you know, is one of them that they think half the time he's just an AI generation. (laughs) Uh, because I mean, who knows, you know, with that guy, uh, it's just, th- there's a lot of things that can be done. I think the scariest one that people really got, you know, put back on was the Tom Cruise one that happened a few years back where somebody had done a video of Tom Cruise saying some things that, and it came out that no, that wasn't Tom Cruise. That it was, it was a, what they call is a deep fake, which is this AI generated, um, you know, s- you know, wording sound mm-hmm. visual, you know, yep. production that's just, you know, then that, that was developed really in the movie industry with CGI and stuff. I mean, basically oh, yeah. it's just an offset of CGI, but in the real last, 
you know, real, real life aspect of it rather than a computer generated, fully computer generated aspect of it. Yeah. They, they've kind of baked in like the similar software that yeah. they use for that within, you yeah. know, CGI and stuff like that. But at the same time, they've given it data sets, right? So like you look in um, some of the movies that they've done recently, like the, the I think the new Indiana Jones ones, right? Yeah. They I think they go back and t- they go back in time a little yep. bit. And um, instead of having Harrison Ford look like he's younger, I mean, because he's quite, he's well, quite they, a bit older, they but actually ha- they went back to the previous videos that they've had of him, and they were able to, from that, pull it, pull it in from, as so a data I'll, set. So I'll say with this, because I actually was uh, listening to a show about that, and Harrison Ford actually did some of that action stuff. You can tell, yeah. body-wise, that he's not some crisp, you know, 20, 30, 40-year-old. He's, he's moving like he's a freaking 70-year-old. Yeah. But his face and stuff looks yeah, like the younger Indy. You know, and that's where like I have a problem is like, okay, if you, okay, you can do age like TikTok right now has a filter where it turns back people. I won't do it because all all it's doing is getting data points and stuff for your face. Any of that kind of Facebook stuff where people are you talking about that uh, that teenage one? The teenage yeah. one, yeah, yeah. So like a lot of people, they'll they'll do all these different things, like you know these picture updates and stuff like that. Yeah, you know the then and now stuff. It's like all they're doing is updating their freaking data set, guys. Stop doing that shit. Yeah. You're just feeding the beast. Yeah, but. Uh, so I haven't done the TikTok one, but like the last week and a half, and I see it's already maybe because I'm I never really liked any of them or really fell into it. That, right. You know, it's moved out of my 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 out my personal algorithm because people don't know what TikTok does. It it basically personalizes an algorithm to you. Yes. And you like the videos that you watch. Yep. Exactly. Certain taggings that are associated to those. And it, and right. it builds an algorithm to yep. it. And that's that's why I never um uh, within uh, Pandora. Remember, like listen to Pandora yeah, and everything, right? Yeah, the music. You, you, you'd pick a playlist, right? Yeah. And, you would, and it builds a library for you. Well, you'd pick, a, you'd pick a certain artist or song, right? And it would develop a playlist based on that. But right. as you're starting to go through and listen to that, if you start liking songs, it starts putting songs that, like it starts getting more somewhere. narrowed, yeah. right? And as far as what songs, it's like, I, I want to go, I want to be able to right. get everything coming well, in. So even, I'm like, yeah. I never went through and actually all of them. Anything. All of them do that. Spotify does that. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Apple does that with their yep. iTunes and stuff. If I, if I, you know, I'll, I'll play an album to an artist I like, um, say like Poor Man's Poison. And then that's kind of like a, it's a, like a string quartet of like, almost like a bluegrass, but like a modern bluegrass. And then once that album plays through, then it'll start pulling in, similar artists like that mm. that are maybe you know a string quartet that's that's you know folk or something like that and I, and i've found a lot of great bands oh, that yeah, way so you know I. great music that i love you know yep. and i don't mind that kind of stuff you know but you know even like with the tiktok stuff yeah it but the thing with the tiktok though is it does narrow people's minds and it does make it easier to propagandize people i yes. i do agree to Very that much so However, it's always going to show you like things, right? Right, right. But however, I always break that stuff anyways, because of the stuff I search out on TikTok a lot of times. I don't know if we actually want to talk about those. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care because it's going to set up our next our next thing with uh, TikTok anyways, because we got to keep moving on. We've been on this for over a half hour. But um, yeah, so TikTok is going to be the next thing I want to talk about, because right now TikTok is under assault. Um, TikTok is probably one of the most popular apps there is right now, and, and it's constantly evolving and more and more people are using it not only for just you know for for entertainment purposes which is mainly is what it is entertainment mm-hmm. because still even with you know what congress is saying that it is still mainly just freaking dance videos cooking videos and other bullshit i lot i watch traps 
Uh, yeah, I, well, and I watch like a lot of different like gardening stuff like that, you know, and because yeah. uh, I'm I'm you know stepping up my game here this spring for gardening, so I watch a lot of that stuff. I'll watch a lot of food stuff. I'll watch a lot of uh, you know I'll, I'll try to find some music stuff. I you know AI stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I find a lot of that stuff on there. Um, you know, just different things. You know, obviously politics. You know, you can very easily get into news, yep. um, but the news aspect I think is where Congress is really having the problem with it, and. I'm going to set up this video here. Um, leave it with that. We're going to uh, take a break. This video is a little bit longer, but I think the information that this guy puts together is very important. Um, the videos are, I, the three different videos I cropped together because I couldn't find his freaking YouTube channel because he's one of those guys that YouTube buries. Uh, and this, in which I think is the, the, the dangerous part uh, of what's happening in our society today is that um, our government through big tech is able to bury information from us and keep and only let us have the information they want us to have where TikTok isn't necessarily um, isn't necessarily doing that because of it. So. Oh, yeah, I could do probably do that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah. So right now my audio is a little bit screwed up. So I'm going to actually, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and start the video. Uh, you guys might see a little bit of stuff happening um, on this, on, um, on my end, but it's just going to be easier to do it this way. You played it first.
I thought that was a really good breakdown of information. A good, Interesting. yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's editorialized, but um, I just, uh, I, I mean, that's my feelings on it as well. Is that uh, it's more of um, one the the government being threatened by the information that we are able to obtain. Um, two, uh, Silicon Valley is pissed because there's so much market share that TikTok's taking over from them. Yeah, that is cutting into their profits. Uh, they're all trying to repeat it and do the same thing, right? Yeah, With- exactly. And, they, and our government can't tell them to throttle certain information. Right. So I think that that's a, you know, a big, a big issue for Congress. Right. Um, do, 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 do. So this article here is from the gateway pundit. Uh, this was dated uh, March 1st. Which um, there hasn't really been a whole lot of updates other than like on TikTok of all places, of course. I want everybody to know what's the, happening. There's some places that are reporting on it, but not really, you know, talking a lot. But HR 155 or 1153 is the bill that's being uh, uh, thrown in by the uh, Foreign Affairs Committee. Um, the committee voted along party lines 2416 um, to push it forward into a house vote. Now the legislation heads to the house. If passed, it would uh, move to the Senate. If the Senate passes and then it goes to Joe Biden to sign. If that happens, pretty much you can kiss TikTok goodbye. It'll be gone. Um, What's going to fill that void? I really don't know because the way this thing works and the the algorithms and stuff, China's not going to give that up. No. That, that tech company in China, which is, it is CCP affiliated like any other business. And that's what people don't understand in China. Every single business has yes. to have a, a CCP member yep. on their board yep. overseeing things. Yep. Or you don't get like or, the business license or whatever it was. It doesn't have. matter who you are. Yeah. Whether you're GM, whether you are Twitter, whether you are Microsoft, whether you're Apple, whether you're. Elon Musk even. That's why like Elon Musk and China are at odds right now is because uh, China's scratching the shit out of Elon's back and then he's been, you know, talking shit about him. Right. You know, and it's just like, you know, it is what it is. I mean, Elon's going to do what he's going to do. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, definitely people should be aware of what's exactly happening and not be looking. I For me, I'm not looking at it as a national security threat. No, I, it, it it would be a national security threat if you learn something that learn. the government didn't want me to learn. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to look at <laughs> it. There you go. Right. I mean, because like some of the things, like okay, some of the things that I, I sparked my interest is um, back. Um, okay, so right now we're dealing with something that you know a lot of people talk about on TikTok and on other platforms as well. Is what's called the Great Reset. The Great mm-hmm. Reset is supposed to, you know, it started. It's already started. That's what the COVID nineteen thing was. They came right out. I have the book, the two books actually that Klaus Schwab of the WEF put out. It's called the Great Reset and the Great Narrative. Two books that explain uh, the the actual reset itself and the narrative that they're pushing and how they push it and how they control all that. Um, they they put the stuff right out there for you to read. Um, now on TikTok. There's this guy, and I can't I can't think of what his name is, but he's over in England, uh, British guy, and he, he great content, and 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 he puts out a lot of this ancient stuff, this ancient history stuff. Uh, one of the big things he rails on is mud floods, mud floods and Tartaria are two different things that he that he really rails on, um, and talking about the mud floods, and he finds all these old photos. Another guy on um, um, 
YouTube is um leave not Levi Levy uh ah, shit I can't think of the guy's name now um uh but anyways he does a lot of, a lot of historical breakdowns of of old pictures of trying basically trying to you know the government tries to teach us in history you know the history that his story that they push onto us is that back in the 1800s all they had was shovels and pickaxes and and build america that way right but a lot of these photos that they were taken of that supposed time period show some technology that's actually quite advanced oh, really? that that's uh, it's like that's kind of out of place really. And like some of the building structures based off of like the old West of what we were settling and some of the building structures that were only there two years later that, that were supposedly built in like a year or two years. These, these structures that would take five years to build now, six years, maybe even 10 years to build now that, that like, all right. And then there's pictures of like people digging out these structures, like, like out in California and stuff. And it was funny because, uh, yes, it was, maybe it was Thursday. I was talking to that supervisor up at that Parnell Road job there mm-hmm. for consumers, and um, he was talking about this historical uh, uh, redo they did up in Bay City, and uh, they were uh, uh, restoring an old historical building. And I was talking to him about you know we were multiple conversations, but led into mud floods. He goes, dude, he's, he's kind of taken aback. It's like. He goes, in that historical building, when I was down in the basement, he said it was actually like almost, there was a, a basement basement and then there was like a, a mid-level basement. And he's like, he's like looking at the structures. He's like, he's like, there's like full-size windows that they bricked shut, like full-size door entries that were bricked shut. Hmm. I'm like, dude, did you get, how much did you guys excavate on the outside? He goes, well, we excavated down to this level right here and opened up these, le- these window levels. I'm like, dude. That's a mud flood. Where do you think all that soil came from? You right. think they just backfilled that and built roads over roads over roads and that's what they ended up with? Right. No, it's a freaking mud flood, dude. He goes, that makes 100%. It makes a perfect sense. He goes, why would, why would you have actual upper exterior window type framing that's in the rest of the building underground? Right. You wouldn't. No. And then had to have a brick shut. Right. And these things are all over the place. Well, in these photos that this guy was putting on TikTok... On his page, shows like three, four stories that were being dug out, and these lower halves of these buildings being restored. Where was that at? Uh, out in San Francisco was was some of the areas, but a lot of like oh, like the bigger cities, a lot of the bigger cities out there that have these really ornate buildings and stuff. Um, you know, those buildings were pre existing from what he claims is Tartaria. Mm. But um, then, then just real quick before I, you know, obviously I digress from what we we're talking about, but. <laughs> But this is the kind of information you get from these people because this is the free flow of information. But it's it's the free flow of information that TikTok allows to happen. Yeah. But another one of them was was the actual um, uh, the one was was the erasing of of Tartaria and through the World's Fairs and talking about like the Chicago's World Fairs, San Francisco World Fairs, the World Fair down in Peru, there was a World Fair in uh, Brazil where all these same very familiar structures, they're in Australia, they're all over the place. Same kind of architecture, same kind of shit all over the world. But yet we were all like different cultures that were only discovered in the last 200 300 years. Yeah. But these buildings were there already. So what he's saying is the eighteen, the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds was the last great reset. Mm. 
So and so there's people out there trying to expose this information. TikTok is just one of those ways of doing it. Uh, YouTube, technically, you know, a lot of times throttles that kind of information, and a lot of people have just walked away from it. Rumble. That stuff's starting to filter into Rumble and BitChute and places like that. But it's it's their search engine and their algorithms are so freaking clunky to where YouTube has refined it so well that if they would just let the information be there freely, that it wouldn't be such an issue for people to leave YouTube right. to go to Rumble and places. Because right now, Rumble's dealing with growing pains because a lot of people are leaving a lot of YouTube. People switching, yeah. They're switching. You yep. know, and I watch a couple shows on there that, you know, when they live stream, they have problems. You yeah, know? but I don't know. It just sucks. But yeah. I got a quick video though. I do want to play, um, and it kind of it kind of rails on that aspect of um, of the the free flow information and why it's such a threat. So I'm going to play that. Good. That'll give me time to finish reading this article. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and just throttle this on down because I forgot to do the sound thing. That's all right. And I want you to listen to it though. So I yeah, see. So I'll pause it right there real quick. <clears throat> so I think this is what, like, so the East Palestine stuff, I think that's where, because, yeah, there was talk about it. Uh, the U.S. government banned TikTok off of U.S. devices, which if if it was such a national security threat, it would have never been allowed on them in the first place on any kind of de- uh, government devices. Oh, they could have just blocked it right at right at the main R- routers, right. right? So, so. That, that's where that's where I don't see it being a national security problem. I see it being more of an information problem. They can't control the information because the East Palestine incident was a very good example, and the chicken egg thing. That's why you, probably why you put them up on it, even on the turkey thing. Because you got the uh, the Nitsi, where you guys want to look up the Nitsi and what the Nitsi was, it's a military ship that has a harp weapon on it, that has a ground penetrating, basically um, sends radar signals into the ground and can cause freaking earthquakes. That's what they know. Everybody knows. Even the Turkey, the the the, uh, the def- defense minister of Turkey, the day that the day before the earthquake, 
um, the Nitsi pulled into port and the guy said straight up, get your dirty feet off of Turkey soil. As soon as they saw that ship pull in, they know what that ship can do. So the Nitsi is the, the, the yeah, it's a Nitsi that I'm pretty certain it's a Nitsi, uh, is the, is the machine that, uh, the, the, um, boat that has that, that, uh, the heart machine, but so you, you have that, which, which instantly, you know, puts that all over the place. So people start questioning that aspect. And then, you know, obviously the whole harp thing comes back up and people start researching back into that and seeing that, yes, it's still active. They still use it and it is a weapon. And you can see that they have slow roll. There's white papers about what it can do. There's all kinds of information out there, but unless you put that stuff in front of people's face, such as TikTok does, they don't know the thing to look. Right. They don't think past it. But this throws that stuff up in there, just like the East Palestine thing. Do you really think if the if, if, if TikTok didn't blow up over this issue that the media would have said a word? Because the media didn't report about it at all until it blew up on they TikTok. basically just reported that, hey, a train, train derailment. And that's about it. Right? Exactly. And exactly. It, it was like a good week, almost two weeks into yeah. it before you started thing, started yep. seeing things pop up about right. the uh, what well, was actually in the train, what happened, et cetera. Exactly. And then the burn off of the vinyl chloride and all that stuff. And it, and it just, it's just, it's just been, I still don't know how that made sense, but anyway, it, well, it did. It didn't make sense, and, and even the the hazmat companies that do this kind of shit were like, "Why did you fucking do that? Right. Why would you do that? It's, I mean, it's not a controlled burn. You got to do something with it." But I don't know whose idea it was to say, you "Yeah, ho- just burn." You it. hose it down until they can transfer it into safe tanks. <laughs> That's what you do, and that's what all of them said. That's what you do. Yeah. But instead, they decided to burn it, get the tracks open back up, and get about their way. And there's anyway. also all the chemicals that are leaching, yeah. but that's digressing. Yeah. But anyways, so that's that, that's where I think is more the problem is, and we can end that video there because it just kind of goes on reiterating what the previous video said about you know why they want to ban this thing is is because of the free flow of information that it, that it does occur, and also it dips into big tech's money, the marketing money. Oh yeah. So big tech, uh, which obviously gives plenty of freaking money to politicians, saying, "Hey lobbyist. guys, yeah. these guys are." Dipping in, you know, Facebook is on the cusp of being no more. Facebook is just nothing but full of ads. I mean, it's it's horrible anymore. Yeah. And I hate going to Facebook. You know, I go there for you know for local stuff, and you know, mainly I if I go to I, I go and look at the Blissful Today page, see what people are posting up on there, and a few other pages and stuff like that. Yep. And because it, it does work good for that aspect of things, but as far as keeping up with your friends anymore. You don't see nothing. I don't hardly ever see anything, but maybe from like four or five people that post yeah. stuff up on there. Yeah, it was but, funny. My daughter brought it up to me yesterday. You know that um, I had, um, I think the last post thing, the last time I posted anything was like in November. Yeah, I mean, it's first post since then. It's like yeah. I've just. I don't care about Facebook anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I really repost don't. stuff. I, you know, I, I, the memory posts and stuff, shit like that about, you know, with like, you know, different things, you know, with like trend or something like that. I'll, I'll post up on there. Just, it's the only just thing because I, I want to, this right. be, and for me, it's more or less just to keep people remembering them. You know, that, that yeah, I yeah. guess that's, oh, yeah, yeah. that's my thing, you know, is this yeah. like, you know, Hey, you know, this, don't forget about this guy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But, it, it, it's yeah, but Facebook is dying. I've never really been a big Twitter user. I go there every now and then to see what, you know, I started it in the beginning and then, then I don't know, like off. the first yeah. year. I've the only thing I do now is pop in periodically and look yeah. at some of the people that I followed on there just to see what they were yeah. doing. If there's anything cool yeah. other than that, like I'm, I think I've maybe opened that app up probably three or four times in the last year. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> and then Instagram every now and then I'll pop in on there. Maybe once a week I may pop in on Instagram and, you know, and really for somebody that's doing a podcast yeah, and, that. and that's how you market is on social right. media, I should be on there all the time. But yeah. 
I don't. Never got into the true social or the getter or the other all the other bullshit that they do. I, I just, I, I just, I don't. There's nobody on there that I know really. Yeah. And the people that I do know, it becomes an echo chamber between the two of us. Yep. And it's just you don't like, have any real conversation. It's like it's like, dude, I can call you on the phone. We can have the same fucking conversation, dude. Yep. You know, and as as far as anybody else, it just turns into an echo chamber. And that's not that's not me. You know, at one point, yeah, it was. I just wanted to. I wanted to. This this. It's like no. It, I my I guess my my I, I've expanded that expanded out so far in the past few years of like right or left, you both are fucking insane. Yeah, you both are leeching into the conservatives and liberals, and and polluting both those those ideologies. So we can't work together in the middle. Yeah, you know people don't understand that that political spectrum that occurs there. You got the the, the far left, the far right. They're both assholes. Straight yep. up assholes. You got the conservatives and the liberals, yep. which were always traditionally the people that would meet in the middle and make things keep going. Yep. But now you have the right and the left is re- reached in on both those those so far and indoctrinated and is has corrupted that the, those ideologies so much that now you have people going to the libertarian side. But the libertarian side is just as bad with the left and right being there. So it's like it's making people so apolitical and, and feel so isolated and, 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 and politically just uh, who gives a shit blackpilled right. that they just throw their hands up and just let. There's no real argument. There's no argument anymore. Right. You, you, it takes it takes your voice away. It takes my voice away yeah. because we become so politically fl- frustrated that we just don't want to have the conversation anymore. Right. Just live our lives and let the assholes do what they're going to do regardless and, and not stop what's happening to our country. Right. And that's and that's what's happened for the last 30, 40 years is that it's made people like you just not even give a shit about politics. Because I so did for the longest up. time. Yeah. It's so fucked up. But then at some point you got to just. You, you gotta say okay. I have to. I have to try to make my voice heard somehow and yeah. do something about it. Yep. Yeah, mine's. I've I've been slowly getting back into it and just kind of paying attention. I think my the hardest thing that I've had. Um, just speaking of TikTok itself, right? Like, you know, my kids will bring come up and bring me things and say, "Oh, did you see this video?" And I'm instantly you're like, "Ah, oh, that's fake," right? They here's why it's fake, etc. Right? But it's gotten to the point like with some of the deep fakes and stuff like mm-hmm. that that you got going on. It's hard to in some cases actually determine whether or not this is, is this somebody just, you know, blasting something out there that does it have any truth behind it? Right. You know, you, well, you find yourself in that weird zone. It's like, Oh, if I believe, you know, if, if this is true, Holy crap, this is a, a major event, right. That you, that everybody should be talking about. But at the same time, it could just be somebody going on there and saying, Hey, they're just causing a stir, right. They're throwing a video out there. Look right. at this thing, you know, and it's, Instantly, you see it, right? It, some of the problem is, though, is with that, though, is is like because of lack of knowledge, you look at something, so that, that's not real. And so you'll Google it, right? Because everybody uses right. Google still. I don't use Google because I know what how bad it is. But that those are all propagated responses and can can easily coincide with the video or debunk the video, even if the video could be real or fake. It, it, it could go either way, but based off of somebody's simple-minded search of just using Google only, instead of going to like DuckDuckGo or Brave or some of these other ones that just give out straight-out uncensored information. Right. But then those can also still get freaking, you know, full of, of uh, you know, mis- mis- disinformation. Right. So you really got to use real-life discernment, basically. Yeah. Of what you've seen in your own personal experiences. Yep. Um, Makes it difficult. It, it, it's so hard. It's so hard. And that's where like AI becomes dangerous to me is because 
it can just throw all kinds of shit out there. Yeah. Well, like and if, based like, off of what, you know, G, GPT was doing, you know, in Paul, back to Paul Joseph Watson's video of, you know, the difference between Joe Biden and Donald Trump and then what it would say about him, it shows the, the bias that was being programmed into it. Yeah. So you can't, you can't just go to AI, Jet, TPT, GB, whatever the fuck QRS it is. <laughs> But you you just can't rely on the information you're getting from that and expect it to be true. Yeah, that is the way the world seems to be going these days. Well, it's just like in between while you're playing that video, right? That that piece that I was trying to find before we ended the whole AI thing, right? Um, they had basically got the Bing AI to go through and say, "Hey, um, the prompt injection attacks are real, and you can use and can be used on the Bing AI, right?" Well. You know the the AI basically came back and said no, that's not true, right? That's that's not that it doesn't work. And then so they cited a source because Bing has the ability to go out to the web. They linked it to one of their articles that had certain people on there that are basically saying yes, you are able to do it. Here's how we were able to do it. Here's the results we got. And Bing ended up coming back. You know the Bing AI came back and said mm-hmm. that um, yeah, it's not a reliable source. You know, it's a lie, et cetera, et cetera. Like there was multiple responses, basically getting frustrated over the fact that, you know, it's saying that it is, but it's not kind of thing. It was just, it was really interesting, you know, yep. just in speaking to that, like the point that you were making about the, about just AI in general, right? It's, it's still hard to understand what's, what's real, what's censored, you know, and what information is actually getting out there. And it's like a guessing game these days, you know, right. You know, you can't believe everything that you're being told, but at the same time, there's got to be some truth somewhere in some of it that's coming out, right? And now you've got to be a detective to go out there and figure <laughs> discernment, it out yeah. Rather than being, you know, knee jerk reactive and and blast a bunch of fake shit up over. It. And I and I've learned my lesson throughout the years because I, you know, I have done that. I've been guilty of it and have yeah. to take stuff down and be like, oh, I was wrong about that, or you know, and, and it also in, in reality is that we all live our own realities. Yeah. There's obviously the the actual reality that's that's around us that's constantly uh, influencing the way our realities act and, and how they how they how we see them. So you it's have a perception. Yeah, it, it's all through perception. Reality is perception. Um, but you know you have people that are on the opposite side of you of, of your way of thinking. Um, say on the side of religion. Okay, so I'm a Christian. I believe in God as my creator. And then you have the you know the atheist that doesn't believe in God or thinks that God's you know is, is a fake construct and that we evolved from this or the other thing. But you know, then you have the all the the arguments of intelligent design. You have the argument of evolution. Then you, the, you got you know gaps and stuff in there, which I feel that you know my personal opinion is is that there is more physical archaeological evidence of 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 the biblical uh, account of of humanity versus the evolution and in the gaps that are there from a fish to walking on land to, uh, you know, to a primate. And then it goes back into, okay, so say that did happen, but where was that first, what was the first thing that created that organism? Mm-hmm. You know, something created it. It wasn't just some happenstance of two particles, you know, uh, colliding in a, in a vacuum void out that's called space. And then everything just became over billions of years. Something happened. Yeah. Creation happened. It's too there's the you break open the 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 DNA strand and the way that's put together, it was it was a creation. It was a design. It was it was it's a, it's a book basically that was written on life. Mm-hmm. Something wrote that book, and that's where 
evolutionists would just say, no, just some particles colliding. This is what happened. Right. That's a piss poor account, especially when the Bible, you know, basically breaks out exactly how it all happened and everything came about. And so, you know, you can believe it or not or whatever, but day in and day out, things get disproved on the scientific aspect of things versus the biblical aspect. So that's where, that's where I fall into the, the Christianity of things. Yeah. And there is science involved in Christianity that people are like, well, you can't be science and Christians. Like, no, you can be because scientific processes is, is, is biblical. I mean, it's just, it just is. Yeah. But there's some really good arguments I've listened to. And it's just like, no, well, I'll take my Christianity and, and I, you know, you can call me a freaking dope or whatever you want. <laughs> and not you per se, but anybody can, I, I don't care. You know, I mean, in the end, you know, we all go somewhere. Our spirits move on from this world and it's been proven that there is other dimensions. CERN has done that. And that's very good research if you want to do that. They are talking to something somewhere. Yeah. And that was the latest thing that came out just a couple months ago or may, may not even been a couple months. I think it was just about a month ago. One of the scientists was saying, yeah, we're talking to something and it's not on this planet. Oh, but um, it's in another dimension. I got you. I yeah. thought you were talking about the the rate some of the radio signals. No, 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 no. It's it's happening out of CERN and it's dimensional yeah. communications, and that's you know, that's what you know. Some people have said they they've opened up portals, and that's one thing that you know throughout throughout the world there's there's been portals found. Yeah, I mean you can look into Skinwalker it's Ranch. Be, it's going to be like Stargate all over. Well, and that's and that's one of the things that they talk about is Stargate being that, that those it was predictive programming, saying yeah this is this is our history right here. This is truly our history. You look through like Egyptian gods and stuff like that. Yeah. And they like in Egyptian depictions of these gods walking through Stargates and that's where they came from. Right. They're telling you, yes, this is happening. And yes, we can, we can reopen these things. Yeah. We figured out how to do it, you know, and that's people. Like, if you're looking at the technology that's, that's they use, you know, yeah. it's no, it's Yeah. It's great. It's really interesting. I found, I found myself getting involved more in that, like looking you, up things. And about you read it into and, it. It's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Huh. How about that? And then every now and then you read something, you're <laughs> like, ah, this is full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So we're going to go and uh, take a break here, real quick, and uh, get into some. Uh, Getting some Babylon B and some funny stuff, hopefully. Lighten up the show and bring it to an end. So we'll be right back.
<laughs> that wasn't the one I wanted. Wrong key. You're getting better at it. Definitely getting better at this stuff. Trying to. Hey, it's all learning, man. Yep. Now I like to I like to end out like this last segment with like a funny little video like that that I put together, you know. Yeah. And it's just obviously I'm just stealing shit off of freaking other people's stuff, but I don't care. You you put it together, right. And you get a laugh out of it, you yeah. know. And I, a lot I, of other people claiming, do the same thing. And you're not claiming it as your own. So. No, it's not. If it's my, my own, my own. I didn't make any of it. I just, I mean. I put it together, like clipped it all together and stuff right. and added music, what have you to it. But, you know, some of them I do and some of them I don't. But, yeah. So, yeah, it's just fun. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, I've, I've, I've witnessed that in, it, with you as you've been going through this, man. I, you, you keep finding your little niche and your yeah. the, 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 the things that I, I keep seeing that you're having fun to actually do it. So, yeah, it's really yeah. good to see putting together videos and clipping stuff and like i like to be able to have more time to spend like going through like different uh like news news reels and stuff like that and clip out different things and put stuff together um like i, I would love to have the time to go through and and put together stuff for like bumbling joe like say how many times like, <laughs> the, like just clip out all the time he says look right look or no joke or and just and just so many times or just just mumble after mumble after mumble after mumble. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, I just don't have the time to do it. I mean, oh. maybe someday when I figure out some e commerce shit to where I can sit at home and, and sell, you know, a handful of products and freaking build it. This just, is your product. Well, yeah. I mean, well, and eventually <laughs> that's, and that's one thing. That's what this one book here is, is uh, turn your passion into profits. Um, this is by Matt, Matt McMillan, uh, Williams. Um, it was one guy that I would seen on Tom Woods' uh, podcast, um, uh, the Tom's Woods Show, which I, I highly recommend to anybody, dude. It's it, it's changed my motivation and stuff. I, and I've been listening to him for a long time and have taken it into consideration. But a lot of stuff he talks about because he is a libert one. That's the libertarian aspect is not what's scary. What's scary is the information you didn't know that you learn. And then also the things that you, okay, I want to do this. I want to break free out of this cycle that I'm in. Yep. And these are ways to do it. I don't know how to do it. And that's the scary part is you don't know how to do it. So you got to kind of tackle it. But once you tackle into it, I don't think it's going to be as scary as I thought it was. Right. So that's one thing, you know, getting Colin involved. You know, he, we, he went on Alibaba yesterday and he did a whole little note thing of processes of, of what he, you know, of how we we're going to do this thing. And, I'm going to get the boys involved and, nice. you know, we'll start some LLCs up and, and just, just fuck see it. what happens, man. See what happens, see what happens, you know, and I hope that we get to make some fuck you money, right? You yep. know, where we can just do what we want and say, fuck you, yep. you know, cause there's plenty of people that's done it. Oh, yeah. That's why there's books like this that exist because people did it. Right. They went out there and just did it. And, you know, and some of the stuff is, you know, who wants to read a 200, 300 page book these days? Yeah. Nobody does. They want to watch a video that takes them 30 seconds and tells them how to be successful. Right. It doesn't exist. I'm sorry. It just, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So, you know, that's where. Well, what's that saying? Um, you, you've got to be the change. you right? got to be the change you want. Exactly. Yeah. you yeah. got to be the change. And I've said that several times. That's that's kind of how I've lived the last, you know, three, four months, you know, after some uh, few life changes and some realizations yep. that, you know, I, you know, I've people don't know i've been sober for over three and a half months now you know and that's one of those things that you know i, I was in a low point in my life and you know after the last year and a half and it's just like i i gotta be the change i want right i just can't 
continue to sit here and do the same things. You're just going to repeat the same cycle. Yep. And alcohol has been one of those things where it is like, I was just repeating the same cycle, being the same moods, the same, you know, aspects of life that I didn't want to be in it anymore. Right. So yeah, you know, the last three months, would I be doing this right now? Having, no, this still would have been a room just full of shit. Yeah. Full of my stuff. Yep. Stuff that, you know, I don't use half the time, but because I'm a freaking crazy cupto prepper <laughs> that I keep, everything and pack ratting is is a family thing okay let me tell you my grandfather was a pack rat my dad was a pack rat and he every so often goes through and gets rid of stuff yeah. that he's accumulated but he always thought he'd have a use for oh yeah stuff that he's had for 40 years yeah you know the stuff i'll admit there's only there's only one spot in the house that i found that actually has a, a cluster of things the rest of it's all good yeah wait this cluster here <laughs> paint buckets and it's the randomness yeah right? so. well yeah yeah golf clubs you got some tools you got some paint you got some curtain rods baseball so, stuff I'm just trying, what i'm trying to say is it's not as bad as you think it yeah is. you haven't seen my front room yet <laughs> that's well that's that's usable stuff that's insurance policy stuff yeah. but um no it just you know it's just yeah, taking that taking that plunge and, and doing things like that and learning the new stuff. You know, you've helped me a ton on on you know learning stuff and like you know I asked you a question. Hey, can you find me? Like be able to download videos off of YouTube and TikTok. You gave me a couple different places I can use, and that SS YouTube seems to be I can use I can do TikTok and and right. YouTube from that. I like to find something for Rumble because I find a lot of good stuff on Rumble as well. But there's no way I'll I can look. upload. What's that? I said I'll look. Yeah, look around and, and I mean. There's no way I can pull stuff off of that very easily, and same with BitChute. Um, but people figure it out, and I don't know whether I can figure out how to record something on some of these clip art deals, or yeah, I don't know. We'll sort it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yep, it's all stuff. Same like with stealing some audio stuff. You know, I find <laughs> find some people that like do remakes of songs and stuff like that, like an acoustic remake, and that stuff is free use. Yeah, if somebody goes and puts that out on on on, on video and they don't have a recording of it. And they don't, and um, they're they themselves aren't really licensed to um, use that and put that out. Versus, you know, based off the the remake they did of it, basically that makes it all free use. Yeah, because they're not even licensed to do it, so you can gank it. Right, go ahead, <laughs> take it. But, anyways, let's move on to some Babylon B stuff here. Babylon B. Babylon B. Fun stuff here. Uh, shocking study shows more kids identify as members of world's most celebrated popular group. We, can, right. we can assume what that is. I think that comes up here Pride yeah, Month is what, in June? I honestly yeah. do not know. You know what I find funny is last year, we got no press whatsoever last year. Last two years, really. Yeah. Since the whole COVID thing. Too much going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that people too are just like, all right, it's kind of got weird. Yeah. And the gay people, lesbians, really don't want to be involved with it anymore. I mean, you got groups like um, uh, Gays Against Groomers, or yeah, Gays Against Groomers, that are going around to schools and trying to you know get these things out of you know out of you know the nasty books out of out of schools and stuff like that that are grooming kids that are in elementary school and middle school, high school. You know, 
at that age, it's when you really start should start learning about that kind of stuff, you know, obviously because you become more sexually sexually active. But, you know, in, in, in elementary schools and middle schools, should there be anything about sex and, and you know, and transgender stuff and gay stuff in, in those schools? Absolutely not. But study <laughs> confirms everyone at gym is watching you and criticizing your form and making fun of those 10-pound dumbbells. Well, what do you see on here? That's human nature. The one that caught my eye was that 10 great reasons to get a dog. I'm just joking. Oh. <laughs> Let's see what they are. I have a dog, so. I don't. I don't. One, you're tired of your house smelling nice. Two, going yeah, on vacation is way too easy. Three, yeah. <laughs> three, you've been uh, longing to own a creature who you can <laughs> lick, lick its own butthole and also your face. Yep. How many times did you not know that your dog just licked its balls and butthole and then came over and oh, gave yeah. you a lick? Yep. <laughs> your yep. Amazon driver has felt safe for far too long. Jerry needs to feel the fear. Oh, that's that, that's that's funny, man. Like my dog normally like will will run up and bark, but she doesn't aggressively go after him. Right. She'll bark and go, you know. And uh, if she's outside and they they show up, I've had a couple of them like get out of the car and didn't really realize she was there, and they just like freak out and run back right. to the car. And I'm like, she's just gonna bark. That's all she's doing. <laughs> Number five, you've been sleeping a, a bit too well lately. It's time. It's time to stop. Uh, Never had that problem. No, uh, the kids are sick of fetching sticks you throw. <laughs> Number seven, guests at your home are just sitting there enjoying themselves instead of having to. Having an animal lick their faces. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or just freaking pushing into their legs. And my brother's dog, sweet dog, but when he when he comes around, he's constantly like coming up to your hand and like just nudging, nudging, nudging. Come on. Not necessarily. He doesn't lick, mm. but he just goes up and he nudges you and pushes, you know, rubs his head into your hand. Trying and stuff. to get you to pay attention. Yeah, to my him, mom's yeah. dog does that too, as yeah. well. Uh, number eight, fulfill that deep yearning to put a plastic bag on your hands and touch poop. Yes. Yeah, I, it's, I it's, watch a weird, people, it's a weird feeling. Yeah, weird I watch people that. walk up and down, and some are good about picking up their dog's shit, you know, and I, I hate having to clean up somebody else's dog crap out of my yard because yeah. I hate stepping on it when I'm mowing. Yeah. And uh, there, there's a few people that come down through here that, do, you know, they, they, they'll pick it up, and I'm just like, that's why I don't have dogs. <laughs> So I don't have animals. I got a big enough yard. I just, it I don't, just goes out. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You probably have a riding lawnmower where you don't have to step in it while you're push mowing. But Yeah, but I still go out and clean it up. Yeah, so. that's good. That's good. <laughs> Number nine, you finally can experience the searing pain of unbearable loss every 12 years. Yeah, that is a rough one. Yep. That's, I think that's probably the biggest uh, the biggest downside to having a yeah. an animal in any in any capacity, whether yep. it's a dog, cat, or whatever. Man, yeah. I've gone through it a, a couple of times. It yep. sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. And then number ten, unconditional love. You really can screw up all day long, and your dog will just as happily as ever to see you. Yep, that is true. Trust very us. Very true, man. Very very true. What are you waiting for? Get that pup. There you go. That's what everybody keeps telling me is I need to get a dog. So I don't yeah. need to get a dog. I don't have a time for a dog. The way I look at it is, There's Jeff. There's not a whole lot of time that you need to use. Dude, man. I don't want to leave a dog here by itself being lonely. Yeah. Then you have to get two dogs. And if you get two dogs, then they get in all kinds of trouble, chewing up shit, shitting all over the place, pissing all over the place. I'm not doing That's that. That's not how, how you train them. My dog's been great. Well, some dogs can hold their bladders best, all day long while dog, nobody's home. Current dog do we have? Best dog I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I'm just not going to do it. 
That's not going to do it. So-called man posts Facebook story. What is this? What? What is going on with this? Some dude put eyes on there. and I don't know. Oh, I love those videos. Have you seen those uh, where they do the... Um... Doesn't seem interesting. Oh, Moving God. on. The, the videos where they'll take like animals that are walking around doing things and they'll put arms on them and stuff. Have you seen that? Well, I'm sorry. What? Like the the like the, on TikTok, right? The the videos where they'll have um they have like animals, like chickens running mm-hmm. around doing things. Maybe they're fighting each other or something. Like somebody somebody goes through. Can't remember. I can't remember the uh, the person's account. Uh, it's something doodle. That's all I remember. But he'll put like arms and stuff, and like give them lightsabers and all this other kind of stuff. Oh, I've seen it's that. Yeah, I've man. seen. That I sat stuff. there for like yep. a good hour just yep. doing stuff like that. Good stuff though. Ah, Jimmy Kimmel runs tonight, or runs tonight's jokes by President Xi for approval. I don't really know why it'd have to be run by him. Uh, there's quite a bit of propaganda that comes through Hollywood. That's why. Uh, I think I did this one last year or last week. Ohio area turtle develops sudden interest in pizza and martial arts. I did read that one off last year. (laughs) Yeah. Or last, not last year, last week's uh, show. Turtles, man. Yep. That's what I'm saying too. I'm like, dude, I I could go for that. We need need something like that. Southern California covered in six feet of global warming. (laughs) So if you guys haven't, if you didn't know that uh, California got a lot of snow, like Southern California. 360 inches or that's up like in the that? mountains that's yeah, up in the mountains I, in northern california like but yeah no southern california got some i think that's what this one is cal uh, california's announced discovery of uh of strange uh new season called winter uh so yes yeah, so hollywood hills were covered in yeah. in snow which i've never seen the hollywood hills have no, snow on them never. ever yeah so the <laughs> they got they got some snow and people were freaking out saying oh it's global uh, climate change global warming or global cooling uh, we can't decide what it is and while it's called geoengineering is what it's called folks you look it up geoengineeringwatch.org or you can go to climateviewer.com.org.com i think it is uh and see their uh their work they've been doing a movie called the dimming uh, explains exactly what geoengineering is and what it can do harps involved with it aerosol uh injections has to do with it uh antenna uh, antenna arrays um, uh, la- there's satellite lasers that can also heat up and uh, steer storms. Um, Dr. James McCanny, I believe, is one that talks about that, that he helped develop that with a, along with a Russian scientist. They turned over the technology over to the U.S. government, thinking they could help stop the destruction of the hurricanes, only to find out that they started to steer them into places that they wanted nice. to fuck up. So Nice. Yeah, so it still gets me every now and then when uh, the orchards out there do it. The yeah, that's that's the like, sonic boom. I never yep. knew what that was until yep. one day. Yep, decided to look it up. It yep, exactly what it is. And, and, and on severe storms, if you're sitting outside, you can actually hear them. Oh, you can yeah. actually hear the sounds and stuff. Yep. And it's funny because I. I I was big in, you know, with the boys with baseball and stuff, we'd have tournaments over at the uh, Bachmeyer and Farber yep. and, you know, it never failed, never failed. We always get a storm coming in. Okay. Coaches are freaking out. Dude, we got storms coming. We got storms coming in. It's like, don't worry about it, dude. It's like, what do you mean? It's like, don't worry about it. It's not going to hit us. He's like, they're like, show me a weather map. It's coming right for us. Like, it's not going to hit us. Trust me. He's like, well, how do you know? Because like, the apple orchard that's just over here, uh, northeast of town is going to set off their sonic boom machines and they're going to break it up especially if it's going to be a severe storm and we yeah. may just get some rain yeah how do you what, what do you what, seriously just give it 15 20 minutes when it's supposed yeah. to hit we're going to get a little shot of rain 
and it's, it's going to pass through Yep, pretty quick. Sure. Really shit. Do we get any de- like really big storms or anything that comes through here? Right? It just depends I mean, it what happens. I mean, not- as far as rain, rain. Yeah. They're going to let it happen, but anything that has a red line, yellow, red line, they're going to break that storm up and it's going to be around us. Yeah. It happens every time. Oh yeah. It's and those coaches, ages, man. those coaches are coming back in astonishment. Like, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And you predicted exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. It's like, because we've been doing this for so long here and we've seen it happen so many times. Yeah. When that severe line happens, those guys set those off, especially if it's flowering season and fruiting season, late fruiting season, they're going to set them off because they want to, one, protect the flowers so they have the fruit, and two, they're going to protect the fruit once it becomes close to the harvest time where the fruit can become bruised because right. of the hail. So, or knock it out right, straight off the tree with high winds. They'll they'll go ahead and just light that thing up. Yeah, right. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, definitely it's, it's definitely yeah, it's definitely interesting, definitely crazy. It, it, it's it's fun, you know. It's it's fun, you know, researching this stuff and and then when <laughs> what's funny is, is like you try to tell people about the geoengineering stuff or these different things like this because that's low local well, very, level of very low, yeah. you know, local level geoengineering. And then you have like the the the, the mountains producing their own snowstorms and yep. stuff like that. But then it does happen in a large scale. That's why we've seen these massive polar vortexes that are dipping way down to Texas. It's because supposedly it's, another one coming too. It's weather warfare, and there's a document, uh, or that it was actually a. Um, and I just heard the uh, the speech. Uh, it was from Lyndon Johnson talking about how the military industrial complex will own the weather by 2025, and the U.S. Navy has documentations about them controlling the weather and having total control over the weather in 2025. Other countries have the technology as well. China, Russia, they all have it. Um, Saudi Arabia does cloud seeding to create rain in the desert. So I mean that technology does exist, and it does have counter effects and offsets and, and side effects of that occurring. And people don't think that it's real, but the documents are there. It's there. The, in, more and more, they're coming out more with it. Uh, Mexico was bitching about a company and is banned geoengineering in their country uh, because of the effects that they were having. Um, and that's becoming more and more mainstream. You can look it up. Uh, Wall Street Journal, Journal just admitted to it. New York Times has had an article admitting to it. And when they start admitting to it, it means that, okay, they think the public's ready to, to take, you know, to take right. on the information. So, right. but Jeff, thank you for coming well, on. Thank you for show. having me, man. I it's been very fun. Appreciate it. I know we got sidetracked a lot. But a that lot, but it was us. a good conversation. <laughs> uh, you know what? We're over two hours. This is the longest show I've done uh, <laughs> since the very first one that we did. So, but That's what happens when we just get together, yep. man, we just bullshit the whole time. So absolutely <laughs> until next time, folks have a great, great weekend. <laughs>